We hope that you enjoyed the show. There are so many more for you here on selfdiscoverywisdom.com. Just go to the podcast tag at the top there and you will see all the many genres and all 3,000 shows ready for your listening. We are here to serve you, to help you on your journey of life. And we know that through inspiration, it begets invitation. We are supported by you, the listeners, and those that we interview. Anything that you can spare us in donation would be greatly accepted. And we do hope that you enjoy the next show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Building Your Business, right here on selfdiscoverywisdom.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today is Sandy Rutherford. She says, cut your crap. Uh, Cutting the crap and stepping into your inspired destiny. But the C-R-A-P stands for something else. Counterproductive, really assigned programming. Rather neat, isn't it? Uh, That's the crap that you've been carrying around with you that's been blocking your success. And uh, she's here to help you cut that crap and give you the tips and things that you need to know in order to actually step into that success mode. She is a world-class success mind set coach, uh, cut the crap mentor, destiny maker, success accelerator, as well as an international speaking best-selling author. Her versatile professional chapters include uh, stints in healthcare, show business, uh, multinational corporate leadership and entrepreneurship, taught and mentored Bob Proctor. Sandy uses her global coaching practice and um, life-changing programs to show people how they can step into their inspired destinies. She also has a lovely book called Navigating the High Seas, Seas to Success. And then she's got a lovely boat there floating on the water. Uh, Mm -hmm. We're going to be talking also about finding your sweet spot and the funk buster. And uh, for people who are just listening, I invite you to go to selfdiscoverywisdom.com and simply put in her name, Sandy Rutherford, R-U-T-H-E-R-F-O-R-D. And you will see the graphics that we have here that we're also going to be referring to today. Um, You you know, you're a lazy woman, aren't you? I mean, you do nothing. Nothing. <laughs> no, nothing at all. Twiddle my thumbs. <laughs> you obviously work in your sleep. So. <laughs> but, it's a good place to work. <laughs> yes, yeah, actually, it is. Actually, I feel it I is. find actually that's a great seeding place, isn't it? And Absolutely. sorting out. The subconscious so. goes twenty four seven. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so you know how to work in your sleep successfully and not stressfully, mm-hmm. uh, and and that's a lot to do with how you know cutting the crap before you go to sleep, so you're not going to be sleeping in turmoil, but more in productivity. Right. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. So let's talk about the crap. And uh, the exact what it means. We all carry it around with us. We've all got these. Absolutely. You know, we've, all got like, it. we've all got it. it. I don't care how successful you are. Somebody at some point has gone through that. And, you know, it's how do we cut that crap? You know, um, the counterproductive, really asinine programming. Um, until we kind of get on the right path and in the right flow, the lovely synchronicity of things like riding a wave and riding the vibrations of life. We are generally do step in a lot of doo-doo puddles, don't we? We absolutely do. We absolutely do. And and that can be expected. So, you know, I'm sure you've heard the phrase, I'm sure your audiences have heard the phrase uh, that, you know, it's not what happens to us in life because it ha- lots of stuff happens to all of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's our response yes. to what happens to it. Yes. 
Uh, and our response, our ability to respond favorably, positively, productively, constructively has to do with how much crap we've got overlaying our giftedness and talents. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, one of my one of my key messages and why I love to do what I do is, is that every single one of us, no exceptions, is is uniquely and wondrously, miraculously talented and gifted. And there is no limit. I mean, science mm-hmm. and theology, the only two sources you can go to, both agree that we all, all of us have unlimited talents, that we're barely scratching the surface. Yeah. So it's never a lack of talent or capability mm-hmm. that's holding any of us back. It's the crap. It's that counterproductive, really asinine programming that every single one of us has has to deal with. So it's the, the trick is to become more and more aware of what's that programming now that it's getting in my way so that you know once you become aware and personal development is all about awareness without yes. awareness you can't course correct. Right. So right. once you become aware of this crap you can start to course correct. Hmm. Um, yes, I believe every single one of us is born with a, a divine gift. You know, I call it the, if we, we were all given an instrument. It's our discovery to discover what is that instrument, how to play it, and then which orchestra to join, where mm. in all of our strengths, we can come together harmoniously to create a resonating symphony. Right. Uh, but if that journey of life is, is discovering what your gift is, yes, how is. to use it, whom to use it for, you know, how best does it serve humanity? Uh, right. And that is exciting. But what we have, feel we have in our way is societal expectation. Who you mm-hmm. should be, what you should be, where you should be, the value of what you should be. And we're so caught up in the should be's that we actually aren't embracing the what we are's. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. And a lot of those should be's go against who and what we are. So it's 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 um it's kind of a make believe. You're trying yeah. to live something that you're not. Yes. And you know you know that and it it from a very early age in life it starts to become part of our programming that I should go in this direction, not that direction. If I'm in sports, I should be offense, not defense. Never a goalie, or I should be in the sciences, not the arts, or whatever it is. All that programming comes in at a very early age, usually by well, very well intentioned people called parents, teachers, coaches, community leaders, religious leaders. But more often than not, it's a case of mistaken identity because it's going against who and what you truly are. So, you know, we live in an age where authenticity gets talked about more and more. Mm -hmm. It's it's perhaps an overused term, but it's still a very valid term. Is it who are you really? And until you can be and and let, let out who and what you really are, you're not being full, truly authentic. Your crap will get in your way because, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things I have talked about uh, is is something that I call, you know, when if we're talking about business, building business. Um, and, then... and let's point out we are the business of our life too. Business isn't just e-commerce and doing business. It's the business Absolutely. of how we run our lives. Uh, great point to make. Absolutely. <laughs> and to do that, whatever that business is or those businesses, because we actually usually are running more than one business, business is <laughs> life and other things. Um, you have to capitalize, mm. capitalize your business. And you know, when, when if you look up, if you look up capital in the simplest definition, it's productive inputs to create productive output. 
Yeah. So whatever your output is to contribute to being, a, you know, as a, as a parent, to being a terrific parent and, 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 and contribute in the community, whether it is in the products and services you are bringing to market and trying to change people's lives by, by virtue of your products and services. Those are your productive outputs. So you need inputs to create the outputs. You need yeah. good inputs to create the outputs. And what we typically think of, I need money. So I need the financial capital. I need the human capital, whether it's my accountant or, or somebody doing my social media uh, and that sort of thing. Uh, you, um, you need um, plant equipment, tools, CRMs, whatever. You need mm. those types of capital. But one of the things that does not get spoken of and that I re have really started to harp on is something what I'm going to call identity capital. Mm -hmm. You. Yes. You. You, you are your business. You are. You yeah. are. You are. Yes. You are your business of life, to your, <laughs> yes. your point. And you are your business, whatever you're taking products to market, exactly. uh, products and services to market. So your identity capital, you know, what do I mean by that? It's your mindset around who and what you are and what you're mm -hmm. capable of and how you can continue to grow and get better and contribute more. And there's that's unlimited, but we don't pay enough attention to that. No, we don't. No, like because we're not a we're, static being. Right, like right. No, no, being. no, no. It, it it's the, the shooting, not the being. You yes. know, and, and it's you know, <laughs> and you know the thing about authenticity, it is just to be yourself. Yeah. You know, to to be enough in yourself. And if you feel you know, there's more in me. There's more in me. I can explore this. Why, why am I not wondrous about my own life? Right. My own adventure, my own self-discovery of who right. else I can be. Uh, every venture I've ever gone into, I've gone in blind. I talked myself into jobs that I didn't even know what I was talking myself into. And I either learned on the job or I found out it wasn't for me. But if I didn't try, how would I know? And right. I fear that we, we stop the trying. We stop the exploring because we're so fear of making a fool of ourselves or failing that we don't even try. And I think I that know. is the, the detriment to us as, as a human race is when we don't try because we yeah. simply don't know. Now, you know in your gut, you know, no, that's definitely not for me. And nothing about that appeals at all. But you look at something else and you go, you know, that's interesting. Could I do it? <clears throat> and immediately the brain, the societal brain says, who do you think you are? No, you can't. You don't have right. the credentials. Blah, 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 and we right. don't try. But right. if we go, how about I just give it a try and see one foot in front of the other. Let's go and explore. We can make discoveries about ourselves that were so much more awesome, even in our flawsomeness, than we've given right. ourselves credit for. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. And we are, again, all capable, capable of so much more. Mm -hmm. And too often, you know, to your point, we reject. Yeah. You, most people reject dream goals. They they go, oh, I'd love to, you know, have a million dollar, leave my job and create a million dollar business or run a million dollar business of my own. Or I'd love to, I'd love to travel <clears throat> the world or, you know, these dream goals, but too often, more than often, more than, more, more people will, will reject those ideas because we can't see how. Right. We can't, but yeah, but how would I do this? And we talk ourselves out of it. Yeah. But instead false. of inquiring that's artificial of, mental programming right there. a bit, bit that the how is like you don't know how so go and find somebody who does right well, we'll yes, talk ourselves see, out of it before we go and ask <laughs> absolutely true and you know the irony is that you have to actually make a committed decision first 
before the how starts to come to you. Yes. And that's something that Bob Proctor taught and all of the gurus in this yes. industry will, te will, will teach that. Decision comes first, but too often we want to see all the hows first before we make the yeah. decision. Yeah. But it doesn't work that way. No, it doesn't. How do you know that? You know what? All of your listeners, we all have examples mm -hmm. of where we've made a decision, whether it's buying an outfit, buying a new car, a new home, going on a trip, uh, going after a job. We make the decision, like using buying a, a, a house outside your outside what you think is your comfort zone, your financial comfort zone. But you make the decision. <gasps> oh, we're doing it. And then what you bang, your mind snaps in and goes, okay, well, we better talk to real estate agents. We better start scouting areas. We better talk to our financial advisors. Blah, 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 right? All of a sudden the mind goes to work, but it doesn't go to work when you're sitting in that procrastination, yeah. trying to, oh, can I do it? Can I, the mind won't jump in for you. And that's yeah. where most people don't realize that. You know, I call it the two what ifs. What if it all goes wrong? What if it goes right? Absolutely. I call that the what if vortex. Yeah. Right. Yes. Neither one, neither one is a reality. No. It's just your your mind spinning. So we yeah. have choice. What are what we what we how we use our mind, what we allow our mind to dwell on, we always have a hundred percent choice. We don't utilize that choice often. But we don't but we listen to ourselves. Yeah. No, so, we don't, yeah, yeah. We don't listen to our inner selves. I think no. we're so we're we're so conditioned to to listen to but, but what if i fail what if i make a fool of myself what if somebody laughs at me what if i'm ridiculed right. what if i'm this and that and we've talked ourselves out of it before we've even got into it and instead of going in centering yourself just going in and asking yourself well why do you want to do it well the you know on the other side of the mind saying well, you know it's interesting it's intriguing i don't know it's just something about it that really is appealing and then asking yourself a question, okay, well, well, what if you actually just step into it and see what happens, right? Trust right. the gut, listen to the gut, have the conversation from the inside out. Don't let right. the outside conversation stop you before you've even started. Now, people say, yeah, easy, more, yeah easily said than done. Um, yeah, I know. But, but here's, here's the thing, though. <laughs> Again, you know, what if I fail? What if I succeed? And everything that comes off those two, neither <laughs> one is reality. So right. we do have choice. And here's the thing. And here's here's a, a little bit of a how. How do you feel? What happens to your energy, your vibe when you go, but what if I fail? What 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 if people laugh at me? What if I can't earn enough money and I can't even pay my bills? You know, what if I, I go up on stage and I forget what I'm supposed to say? All this what if. What does that do to the vibe? It's like, oh, it just weighs you down. Yeah. And here's such an important uh, point. How productive do you feel? Yeah. When your vibe goes down. Zero. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay. So so you won't take action. And yeah. of course you're going to fail, right? So if you spin the polar opposite using the law of polarity, one of the natural laws, what if I succeed? What if everybody loves what I'm doing and really supports me? And what if what if nobody laughs at me and everybody's just cheering me on? What if I get way more money than I ever expected? Mm. That's that's not reality either. But which one? raises the vibe like when you spin that pot you know what if i succeed what if i get way more money what happens to the vibe it goes up now how productive do i feel if i'm choosing to dwell on those positive spins it's like you know what let's make this work let's get this come on i'm gonna start phoning i'm gonna get into action and boom you, you get into action you are way more productive so it's a choice and back to a comment i made a few minutes ago awareness yes. it's becoming it's becoming aware so when you start to become aware of the I'm so glad you brought up the Sarah the, the what if because I talk about that and coach on that this what if vortex as soon as you become aware 
what if I don't, what if I fail? And what if nobody, blah, blah. catch yourself and replace it with its polar opposite. Choose yes. the positive spin. You'll feel a lot better. You'll take very different action and you'll get very different results. Um, you know, I'm always saying is what we feed is what's going to grow. Yes. Right. And it's also be careful what you seed, because if you mm -hmm. seed doubt, doubt will grow. Absolutely. But if you seed possibilities and, and allow, I'm a big thing for allowing. Uh, 11 years ago, somebody asked me to join her podcast network and I go, what's a podcast? Yeah. And, you know, I had no idea. At the time, I had no money and it cost so much a month to do. Somebody spotted me for the first month. I don't even know how it came up with the, the rest of the money. And the first show I did was catastrophic. I pressed all the wrong buttons. <laughs> and doing live shows for 13 months was a brilliant training ground because you'd be in the yeah. middle of a conversation and somebody would drop and or not turn up or this or that. And you had to be on spot, on the moment. You had to deal with it in the moment. There was no time for crisis. You had to step in and keep things flowing and right. deal with it, right? And I thought, right. this is great training ground. And I was hooked on the people I was meeting and everything. And I started my own network. Did I know what I was doing? No. Was there really any template or anybody else out there doing it that I could even look to? I had to navigate it by what it needed. And what I needed at the moment, I had to learn how to do. And then I did, and then, oh, I, that, I could do that better. I could do it a different way. Or how about if I try this way? This makes it easier. How about I branch out here? And that allowed, it's allowed, allowed, allowed it to grow and be what it was meant to be. Instead of me dictating, it's got to be this, or I can't do it right. until it's perfect, or I've got to have this, and I've got to have that. And if I don't reach this number by this day, I'm a failure. I let all of that go and just simply took the journey. Right. By allowing it. And, you're, allowing. and then the growing fed on itself. Yes. It's like, Ooh, look what's happening. Well, yes. Maybe I'll try this. Yes. So you start to you start to take new, take advantage of new opportunities, make new decisions yes. that you would never would have made before. Right. But because you got into this acceleration mode. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just talking about that negative spin again, you know, when you when you're in that negative um spiral, I call it, that you're what ifing to the negative, then and that's all in the conscious. So that's worries and doubts. Then that sets up an emotion at the emotional level. It sets up fear, which plays out in the body as anxiety. And when you are in worry, doubt, fear, and anxiety, how productive do you feel? Not very. You start to procrastinate. And you can get into that whole de deceleration, disintegration. One of the laws of the universe is we, we either create or disintegrate. There's no, no, no static. There's nothing, yeah. nothing in between. So when you're in that, if you if you don't get yourself out of that mode of downward spiral, you're in disintegration. Yeah. You're certainly not in creation mode. No. And again, there's no stasis. Well, what, what, it's, it's the same as, um, you know, talk about taking a breath. When we don't take a breath, what happens when we stop breathing? Uh, uh, everything about us clenches. Everything tightens up. <gasps> right. You know, we're gasping for the breath. And that means there's no flow. There's no oxygen flow, no blood flow, no chi flow, no flow, flow, flow at all. Because everything right. is crunched, right. right? By stopping taking a breath. Exhaling, you are now taking in the oxygen, you're taking in the possibilities, you're taking in the insights. The creativity has more space in which to flow within you. Right. So when we're in doubt or in fear, we're crunched and right. no creativity can happen in that space. Nope. We have nope. to open up and allow and breathe and, and that's when we become aware. Right. When we allow, we become aware of what we need to do next. Yes, absolutely true. And, and you know, just a, a little 
pointer here when when for your audience is you know when you when we're, when we're saying stop and just take that breath mm-hmm. take that breath and say something to the positive yes so if you're dwell, dwelling on i'm just it's so frustrated i'm just not doing very well big breath but yeah i'm so frustrated <laughs> no you acknowledge okay i'm feeling frustrated and then spin the positive take a deep yes. breath but you know what I'm going to succeed at this. I am doing well. I'm going to grow from this. And then just feel what that opens up. The breathing is integral. Yeah. But that positivity is a different energy altogether. And that's an energy flow when you're thinking on the positive. You know, know, positive uh, thinking equals positive living in my mind. Because when it doesn't mean that everything is going to go hunky-dory for you. But it does mean that when something goes wrong, you have more capabilities to see Uh, what's wrong and how to put it right. I don't believe that when we fall or make a mistake, that's a failure. I believe a failure is when we give up. Yes. When we give in and give up, that's a failure. When we fall and uh, land on our backsides and we've got to get back up again, maybe for the umpteenth time. Okay, I've learned how not to do it. That was a lesson. Maybe it was a hard lesson and the butt's feeling a bit sore. Uh, maybe I need to change my way, my approach so I don't keep landing that way and just look at it as a lesson. And every single lesson is is a nugget of information, Absolutely. whether Absolutely. it is something of not to do or to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And Bob Proctor always used to say he used to quote Michael Beckwith, actually. He said, you know, the coping strategy is that we, we the, again, to your point. There is no failure until you quit. Yes. So everything is learning. Now, yes. Michael Beckwith would say, harvest the good. Mm-hmm. Harvest the good. Mm-hmm. Forgive the rest. Move on. So when you fall, fall down for the umpteenth time, okay, yeah. there's something. What can I har- what, what can I find that's good in it? So I've, I've actually challenged numerous clients when they've had a real bad dip, uh, bad in their, in it, from their perspective. I'm not viewing it that way, but they are. I'll say, I'll say, I want you to find 20 positive things about what's going on with you right now. And they've inevitably, some give me resistance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> resistance but inevitably, is <laughs> Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm a major structure of <laughs> But they inevitably come back and go, oh my God, that was such a good exercise for me to do. I didn't want to do it. And I struggled to find it at the beginning, but then I got into it. I went, oh, you know what? There's more. Oh, and then that's another finding. That's another thing that's positive. And you know what? Actually, that leads to me to, and then it just starts to balloon from mm-hmm. there. The, the, the spiral upwards instead of the spiral downwards, right? Yeah. 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 Harvest um, the good. Harvest the good. You know, um, um, I do do coaching now and again, but this has taken over my life completely. But um, um, spiritual coach by God's design. And one of the things I do is the Maya Briggs uh, True Colors, the four key personality traits. Because mm-hmm. I think if we can actually understand our personality and the way we perceive information, the way we, we interact, we will actually understand our style. And that, you know, somebody else may be saying something uh, different to us, but we're actually talking about the same thing. It's it's adjusting to other people's language. But I would get people to write in one column all the negatives and everything that's wrong in their life. Just write it in one column on the left. On the right, write everything that you're grateful for. And you see the small list compared to the long list. Then I would simply say to them, which one are you feeding? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because if you're going to keep feeding the misery, I guarantee you, misery will stay around. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a, it it loves company. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. 
and it can take over insidiously yes. so oh. Right? And, and so. has no rational, you know, we're looking at a, a a human race right now that has more anxiety and more depression than I think ever before. And, if, you know, we've also had more turmoil than we mm -hmm. use. It's been a global turmoil, not a World War mm -hmm. One where certain countries were, you know, in that horrific war, which we're seeing with the Ukraine right now. But, you know, with the pandemic, it was a group, you know, yeah. isolation, yeah. a group uh, paranoia, a group um Dis dismembering everything you know where instead yeah. of coming together we've, we've torn apart and i think a lot of people are riding this wave of anxiety that leads to depression because we're, we're catching the vibe that's out there and it's like change your frequency change mm -hmm. your frequency if you feel that that vibe is out there right now and it's pulling you down you need a lot more positives in your life to help you mm -hmm. change your frequency to get mm -hmm. on the, well, what am I going to do about it rather than being powerless? And to attract, absolutely. And, and to attract differently because, yes. you know, law of vibration, one of, the, yes. one of the laws of the universe, it's physics. Yes. yes. Law of attraction is actually physics. You yes. can only attract what's on the same frequency. Right. So same wavelength. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if, you're in a, if you're in a negative frequency, <clears throat> a negative frequency, you will attract that negativity. Yeah. So it, it really is as black and white as that, that you need to, be aware. I, I I tell my clients, you know, put a little sticky note on your computer, on your fridge, on your bathroom mirrors, on your car. How's my vibe? Yeah. Become more and more aware of your vibe because then you can do, and, and we talked about the funk buster you mentioned yeah. at the beginning, yes. uh, which is, which is something I'm giving everyone. Uh, it's a fabulous, cool tool that all my mm. clients use and love. It's very simple, but very powerful. And it's, it's how you can positively affect your negative vibe. What do you do about it? Bust out of that funk, right? And the more you do that, again, you'll get in, into a higher level of productivity and enjoyment, by the way, a lot more joy to be had in positive vibes, high vibes, than down in negative vibes. And, you know, it's quite simple. You know, for the people who are, who are just listening, you've got these um, circles that are intertwining with one another, all forming patterns. And then right in the center is your sweet spot. Mm -hmm. And then a kind of a green it's an amazing vibe. The rate, this is, I'm on a high vibe. Yes, definitely. <laughs> uh, we all want to be there. It's great. I recommend it. Come on in. Uh, and then you've got the green one, you know, what uh, what you love to do. Because what you love to do, you will do no matter whether you've been paid for it or what, because you love to do it. It's your driving force. You know, what you are really good at, you know, stop stop doing something well i can do this mediocre what are you good at because that's really what your instrument is right and then and the kicker how you is but and the kicker is what you're good at and want to keep getting better and better at yes yes that's, that's an important part. what you can grow at like that yes. instrument you play yeah. it well but you know with even more practice mm -hmm. or aligning with other people and jamming with them you're going right. to discover notes you never heard before right. and then how can you help people and this is a big one for me because i really honestly do believe we are here of service to each other and we are here to aid, help, and, and, and I don't want to say push, but the word is there, but it's not push. It's, it's invite. Inspiration begets invitation. <laughs> when you are yourself inspired by life and you love life and you love what you're doing and you're on that vibe, it's inviting other people to rise up to that frequency, make discoveries of themselves yeah it is and yeah. that invitation is like uh, well if you can be there and i know where you've been 
and you managed to come from that lows up to those highs and you're living in this joy now and it's not a sugar high you're not going to come crashing down it is a high that you are are not going up or down on but resonating out and a lovely circumference of a circle and hugging everybody with that invitation is contagious and that invitation to you can feel like this too if you're willing to take the journey right and it's easier to to take the journey when you're in your sweet spot and i'm so glad you brought that up because it's such a key component we all most people i talk to uh and i'm coaching commitment is the biggest issue and napoleon hill talked about commitment or decision all in decision uh, as as all the big big gurus in the industry have talked about it, it's the number one thing for yes. success. And and so, you know, are you 100% committed? Oh, of course I am. But over time, you're seeing excuses get in your way. Yeah. So why do we let excuses get in the way? Well, one is that identity self-image stuff that we mentioned earlier. I'm not sure if we're going back to that. But the other one, to, to your point right now, is a lack of clarity on what you truly desire. Mm-hmm. It's, called, it's called clarity of desire. You need to be crystal clear yeah. about what you want to do to create, to 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 provide a value. You need to be crystal clear with your goals. It's not good enough to say, well, I'd like to be financially healthy. It's, it's, me too. We all do. Yes. <laughs> it's not a goal. And your mind cannot, your powerful mind, 100% of us have, bar none, will not go to work for you when you're that vague. It can't pop new ideas for you. But if you want to say, I want to start making 500 a month, 5,000 a month, 50,000, 500,000, whatever you want, and there's no right or wrong, then that's the clarity. But the clarity of desire, which gets at the sweet spot, that desire is that's coming from within. Yes. The passion and feeling truly is the secret, which is a great book by Neville Goddard, if you haven't heard of it. Uh, and that sweet spot exercise that, yeah, all your listeners will get it's a it's a PDF and you can use it. It's really a, a extremely helpful exercise to get at finding your sweet spot, which is the intersection of, as you said, what you love to do, what you're good at, and want to keep getting better at, and how you can use those two to serve people. When you're in your sweet spot, it's an amazing vibe, and your level of commitment goes way up. It's going, I'm dying to commit more because I'm yes. in my sweet spot. So um, to, yeah. to drill down, allow, you know, allow yourself, give yourself, allow, using your word, mm-hmm. let yourself, give yourself permission to explore. What am I? What, what do I love to do? And don't reject any ideas. Don't right. nothing. Don't reject anything. Well, I, 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 I love hand gliding. Great. Write it down. Like, yeah, but that's to no, write it down. Don't reject any ideas when you do this exercise. Well, it's just and, the feeling, isn't it? Like while you're hand gliding, that feeling you have, it's not necessarily you want to go hand gliding all the time. You want the feeling that you had when you were hand gliding in right. something that you do as a career that you can commit to. You absolutely. So when you do write these things down without yep. rejecting, when you go back to them, you go, well, I don't mind hand gliding, but some lateral thinking happens yes. because you're like, no, but you know, what, what's mm. kind of similar to that? Yeah. Great point. You just made what, what makes me feel the same as that. Yes. This, maybe I could yes. do that. I love doing that. Right. Yes. Well, so you know, going a, to your a, point with, with, you know, manifesting money, people will talk about money. And the thing is, I think, yes, we all need money. Roof over the head, food, clothes, this, et cetera. We need money. Right. But if you're just addressing money, 
you know, you can go and be a drug dealer, an arms dealer, and you can make a lot of money. There's no right. conscience to that. What right. we want is to make conscious money, which means right. that we're making in a conscious way that is going to serve others while also serving ourselves. Right. And I think I think we really need to put out to the universe a little more clarity on what we are wanting. Yes, we would like the um, the energy of money to propel me forward in right. what I desire to do, right? right? And I think it's, you know, be clear on what you were asking for. Uh, I have I have the opposite program. I am in my sweet spot. I'm doing what I love. This is my passion, my conviction, my everything completely. Right. Yeah, I feel... Too. I feel completely enriched and really abundant, but the universe hasn't got the money vibe yet. <laughs> but it doesn't stop me from doing it because no. I am compelled to do this now because it took me 57 years to discover and all that I had done before got me to a point to allow me to do this you know, and be passionate about it, be good at it, do it for 11 years that I love doing it. Um, and I will hope to do it until the day I die. You know, blind, deaf and dumb, still doing this, you know, whatever happens. <laughs> but but it, it's, um, it doesn't make me money, in which there's something, yes, I, the universe, we, we've lost in translation here. But I do feel so very enriched and abundant because... Yeah. When you've got this information like we're sharing right now out to somebody who's at a crossroads in life, I'm stuck. I don't know where to go. You know, should I do this? Should I do that? Um, where they're not going in and listening. They're not exploring their options. They're not taking the right. They don't know how to. I need help. I need someone to give me direction. Hello. She's right here. Sandy. Right. <laughs> this is why I do it for those people that are yeah. in that transition who need the help so they can be abundant and enriched in their own lives. And, and I that's think a we, phenomenal service. It's it's you are giving here's, a phenomenal service. Here's a mindset service. shift. Here's a mindset shift. We don't work for money. No. And what used to hear Bob Proctor say it's the worst <laughs> thing in the world to work yes. for money. Yes. We don't work for money. We work for satisfaction. Oh boy. We provide service for money. I've got money some satisfaction. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Money follows value. So, yes. so improve your value proposition, what value you're bringing to the marketplace. Yeah. And then the law of compensation kicks in here too, yeah. right? The law of compensation says you will you will be compensated. In, in proportion to three things. One, the need for what you do. Mm -hmm. Sarah, what you're doing, big need for this kind of thing, getting more and more of this information and help out there. Yes. Two, your ability to do it. And three, the degree to which you are replaceable. If you mm -hmm. just focus on number two, because you already know number one, there's a, there's a need for what you do. If you focus on number two, your ability to do it, that gets at the being better and better. At I love what I do. I know I'm good at it. I want to keep getting better and better and better. Number three looks after itself. Mm -hmm. And that's the law of compensation. Monies will flow to you because you've become irreplaceable. You're a go-to person. So in whatever right. you're doing, whether it's sewing circles or yeah. or, or running billion-dollar companies, doesn't matter. Just yeah, do whatever you're doing. To it, it, I'm sure you've heard this service. before, but you know, everybody. You know, when I started podcasting, is like, well, why aren't you like this person? Why aren't you doing it that person? Why are you only doing? And everybody telling you how to do it. And I go, you know, everybody else has taken, this is Sarah, this is how Sarah does it. And you can take it or leave it, I won't be offended. My shows are long because we share so much abundance in each They're of the rich. shows. Yeah. They're <laughs> rich in content. And that is for the person 
who is needing that enrichment, not for the people who are looking for a quick fix, a quick this or a quick that. If you're not willing to invest the time in you, the process in you, the journey in you, you're going to be constantly flapping your wings by trying to take shortcuts. There is no shortcut. There are easier roads. There are easier processes. There are things that can get you there quicker, but you've got to invest the time, the effort, the money, the commitment in yourself so that your instrument can serve others. That's raising your identity capital, which will serve you well. The more you raise your own identity capital in your business or in whatever you're doing, your business of life, the more you can create for yourself and the more you take control. Yes. We are our business, no matter what our business is, whether it's business Mm -hmm. or life or whether we actually are running a company. If people can't click with you, they're not going to do business with you. You are the, the, the shop window. You are the receptionist. You are everything. Right. Right. And uh, if people don't get your vibe or they don't feel your authenticity or they feel that there's a disconnect somewhere and they feel it, maybe they can't always put their finger on it. They feel it. Uh, then they're going to go look elsewhere. So we owe it to ourselves to be the best version of ourselves we can be authentically, not trying to bend ourselves in a pretzel to be what others we think they want from us. Being there, done that, believe me, it's back-breaking. It really is. It is. And And it's not very fulfilling. (laughs) You lose yourself, quite simply. You lose yourself. And then you're so confused of who you are anymore because you've been so busy trying to be what everybody else wants you to be and failing at it, right? right? And now they're angry at you because you're not that person. You're not the same person they first met. Right. Because, because you went and changed yourself for everybody else. Be who you are. Everybody else is taken. You're unique in your own beautiful way. You, every single person, like the, our handprints, they define who we are. Identification. Our frequency. Right. There's trillions of trillions of frequencies out there. Our frequency. There are many, many apparatuses out there that can pick you up, that can heal you, that can give you energy, that can do things for you purely by your energy frequency, Mm -hmm. right? So you are unique. Stop trying to be like everyone else. You can be inspired by what somebody else is doing or how they're doing it, and you can integrate it into what you are doing because it works, but it's still got to be your identity of how you do it. And you know, you, people, you know, that, that intuition is, is vastly underutilized. It's under misunderstood. It's, it's pushed it on oh, intuition. No, no. It's that, considered that woo, woo, wokeism. Please. Yeah, no, you're, that's your, exactly. The, your gut feeling is, is your authenticity and that your inner voice, your, and here's the beautiful truth. Guidance. Your inner voice will not mislead you. Can't. It's truth. It's based in truth. Yes. It's based in truth. So we've got to listen to that inner voice more and more. And you know, what we're talking about here is self-image. But, you know, I have a lot of people ask me because I'm a mindset coach trained with Bob Proctor, worked with Bob Proctor. Well, you know, there's all sorts of aspects to mindset. Yes, absolutely. There is. There's different things that we, that we work on. And, but by far, no comparison, self-image is the biggest thing that we'll work on Mm -hmm. because self-image is your biggest asset and it's your biggest block. You will only go as far as your self-image allows. And by self-image, we're not talking about, you know, the one in the mirror. No, 
It's the one that's buried at the, in the deep recesses of the subconscious mind that I'm a this, I'm not a that, I'm, you know, I'm creative, I'm, I'm, you know, not very creative. I'm, you know, all of this programming that's been in there for decades, you can't go beyond that self-image. It's no. like a computer, but just no. like a computer can only do what it's programmed to do, programming, yes. like do self-image programming, and you will vastly change your own capabilities. Everybody knows me as the knowingness girl. You know, when I'm interviewed, who I am, the knowingness. What is the knowingness? And the knowingness to me is allowing the universal wisdom to come through our soul into our heart of truth. It goes into our spirit of action and, uh, and it extracts from my mind what our mind needs to know when it needs to know it. Mm -hmm. It is the divine truth of knowingness where you don't need to validate, verify, justify. It is. And when yes. you're in that spot of just is, how do you know? Why do you know? What? what, what, what? I don't need to. I don't need to. It just is. There is a sense of peace, a sense of the whole chakras lining up. There's a sense of, of just like a very deep breath. <sighs> and when you're there, do not second guess it. No, no. But the mind kicks in. No, no, but what if you start, the doubts start to come. Uh, right? It's that blasted mind. You know, we, yeah, I know. We, we work with clients all the time. Get out of We're working with them to get out of their head and into their heart because it's the yeah. heart that's true, not the yes. head. The, yes. heart, the head has all this, you know, conscious, this programming comes, it's coming out from there that, that your spinning is all coming from there. You've got to get out of the head and into the heart. And that's where the truth is. We are, as a human society, raising our consciousness. This is why there's mm -hmm. so much what we call Haglas right now, which is Celtic rune disruption. Mm -hmm. And the universe gave me a saying some years ago, the universe is shaking us up to wake us up for us to step up, to change it up and to grow up vibrationally or grow up as a human race. Stop whining so much. All that you need is out there. All that you need is in here. Yes. So stop bitching and whining and do something about it, right? <laughs> uh, but the, the shaking up is the shaking up between those that will never do anything about it and those that want to rise up to a higher consciousness. What they're realizing in that, in that embracing that higher consciousness is that, that sometimes it hurts. And it does hurt to know that you've been living a lie all your life because you've been living societal dictation and not your own truth, not the divine cosmic truth. And, it, and also when we wake up to realize how mean we are to each other, how cruel we are to each other, uh, and we become more aware of everything that is out there. And in that transition of that consciousness, raising up to that higher vibration from going on, you know, the shock of what we're doing and what we've been doing to ourselves and getting to that level of I'm now empowerment to do something about it. But we are in that transition at the present moment. And that's why we're still in high class of disruption. But rather mm -hmm. like house cleaning uh, or when you're when you're starting a new program, you have to clear out the old that is no longer in existence, that no longer serves, that no longer applies. And it's dirty work. But afterwards, when the house is clean or the, the program is cleared and you've got a nice blank slate in which to, to program again, it is such a wonderful feeling of, I am now in control of this canvas. Yeah, you know what? And just to build on that, uh, because we work with clients, I mean, first of all, when when you start to become aware of, oh, I've been really awful here, or, 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 geez, I've been, you know, I, I tell clients all the time, don't come down on yourself. You yes. are where you are. It's, it's, yeah. it's you know, what you knew at the time. No, yes, right. Yeah, you past, know better. And, and the past has no bearing on the future. Exactly. Unless you let it. So, yeah. so it's done. What's done? You can't yeah. change it. 
So celebrate. As soon as you find out, oh, was I ever awful? Celebrate that. What do you mean celebrate it, Sandy? Celebrate that you've just become aware. Mm. And once you become aware, you can course correct. Yes. When you start the course correction, what's nice is you don't have to go back in and undo all that stuff. Mm. We don't, in the work I do, we do not revisit all the crap, the old crap. We are forward looking and say, well, what do you need to be? What do you need to become? Mm. Where do you need to focus Mm. in order to achieve the kinds of dreams you're now looking at wanting to achieve? Well, that creates a whole new set of a whole new aspect of programming that the more you work on that programming, it will eventually replace because you're uploading new programming that replaces the old programming. So that's the nice thing. You don't, for those of you listeners who went, Oh, but I don't want to go over, you know, the stuff I've done in the past and feel, no, you don't have to do that. It's been, it's done. It's done. yesterday. Future. We're <laughs> yes. looking forward, not back. You look in the rear view mirror all the time. You're going to crash. We don't do that. Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> don't do that. And, and all yeah. we have is the gift of the present is in the now. Yes. You know, it's the present now. Yes. Yes. You know, the present is the gift, right? The now. And what we do in the now is the seeding of the the next moment. And if we want the next moment to be in fluidity and to grow, then we have to be conscious of our now. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We that's all we know we have is now. Yeah. So, you know, my, my message to anybody I talk to is stop wasting time. You don't know how much time you've got. And I, Bob Proctor used to tell a story about, about his grandmother. When she was 64, his granny, he said, uh, she would always say, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be around. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be here. She lived till 94. Yeah. <laughs> My mom was like that, when, 95. <laughs> yeah. When Bob was 16, he had a best buddy also named Bob, also 16, who was driving down the highway, going towards Toronto and smashed into overhead uh, and, was, and was gone. He thought he had 80 more years. Uh He had 30 minutes. Right. So we don't know, not to, not to, bring down the vibe here but we don't know no. how much time we've got no, but that, that's why we appreciate the moment though isn't it you well, know if yeah. if we're worrying about tomorrow we're not seeding the possibilities today you know what Absolutely. we do is we we seed we water we nurture and what right. grows grows make sure it's not weeds make sure we did something that is really yeah, fruitful weeds will spread, fast, weeds will spread yeah. very fast and the thing is if you look at every day as a gift thank you i wake up every morning in gratitude Thank you. I'm, yeah. I woke. I woke up today. Right. I've got a day today. before me, right? And right. it's yeah. what we do with our day. Let's concentrate on the now and what we do in the moment. And what will be tomorrow will what will be. And it it's in our hands of what we feed and seed. It's not in our hands of when our door closes. No. No. And and, and so the time is now. And, yes. and where so many people fall down, especially women, mm-hmm. is we're not putting ourselves first. <laughs> no. Bottom line is your success matters. My yes. success matters. It matters on every single level of our well-being, from spiritual to intellectual to emotional to physical. It plays out on all planes. And your because it's playing out on all planes, it affects everybody whose lives you touch, personally yeah. and professionally. So stop putting others first. Women in particular, men do it too. But stop putting others first. Your success does matter. And the time is now. So start yeah. putting yourself now first. Be that inspiration. That is yeah. somebody else's invitation. Step yeah. up in your own light. Be bright. You never know how far that light is going to shine on someone's darkness. You know, show you your know. love and your passion. I, 
interviewed a wonderful girl called Keshi. I don't know if you ever watched America's um no, it's not it's not the um AGG America. Yeah, America's Got Talent. And I interviewed her in 2016 and she was a burn victim in a plane. Yes, I saw I what a fabulous story. Oh my right. gosh, yes. And I've yes. interviewed her three times and each time wow. she leaves me with something, you know, to very, very profound. But I remember wow. when she first came on to America's Got Talent and she's very visually scarred. There's nothing yes. ad and about it. It what actually shows voice. <laughs> Yeah. But it shows the growth of Simon in the past where he was very, very, you know, conscious of the look. And the the thing is people that saw the look and you know, everybody yep. and then she told a story and then she sang. And all the beauty and all the music that saved her life, all the reason why she was chosen to live came out in her voice. Still brings tears to my eyes. I've got goosebumps right now. I I interviewed her along with another burn victim called uh, Bobby Henline, who is a a veteran that was blown up. He lost all his... uh, all his comrades there and he burnt right to his skull, lost part of his arm. And, you know, he takes, you know, jokes about, he became a comedian. He jokes about taking skin from his butt for his eyelid, you know, and things, you know, running fingers through his non-hair and all of that. And I put them on together and people who have listened to that show have said they cried, not for because they felt sorry for them, but for their zest of life. They live in pain every day. I mean, she says to me something, you know, when we get an itch, how it irritates us, I've got an itch. Then something she said, I itch all the time, 24-7. It never stops. Now, that's enough to drive anyone mad, right? And yet, look what she did. Look at who she is. And look at the example she is. She went to university. She's an inspiration for other people. You know, don't be defined by the things that happen to you in life. They've happened to you for a reason. They're to discover your courage. They're to mm-hmm. discover your abilities. They're to discover your strength. They're to mm-hmm. discover your true inner person. And that person who you become because of it, whether it's abuse or whether it's um, fires or whatever has happened to you, the person you have become is the person you were meant to be and doing what you are meant to do. It happened to you. Don't make it your identity. Absolutely true. And to all your listeners, this applies to all of us. You don't have to have a big story yes. like Keisha or anybody yeah. else. You can, yeah. you can have a pretty, what you may consider pretty average, pretty boring. Yeah. But still applies to you. Dig yes. deep. There's so much within you to so bring much. out. Yeah. So much more. Yeah. So we sell ourselves more. short all the time, don't we? And I think, you know, I'm of that generation of who do you think you are? You know, stay in your own lane, little woman. You know, and also I lived in mm-hmm. South Africa for a long time at the height of misogyny. Yeah. And and it was very much about, you know, um, you know, what women were there for. And, and you know, I'm 68, so I'm from that era where we fought to be recognized in, in the world of. Uh and we really did have to fight for it. And and many women became emasculated to try and prove themselves in the workforce. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what we've learned now is that being a feminine selves, being who we are, we don't need to put on the three-piece suit. We don't need to, to, you know, address men in a men's tone that we can, we can speak to them as women with just as much content and context and everything else and draw that attention by being ourselves because the, Absolutely. the vibration and the aura of who you are will command that. 
I absolutely. And I just love the quote. If you, we want to change the world, empower a woman. 100%. And there's a lot of women being empowered right now. I yes. actually got a saying at the present moment. We have all these men out there trying to suppress women. Right? The baby's out of the womb. You can't put it back. Yeah, that's true. We're reborn. We're yeah. reborn and we're not going to take this crap anymore. Right. Right. <laughs> right? So absolutely. And by the way, there's a lot of great men out there too that oh, are helping, yes, they helping are. us. But, oh, but yeah, yes. the ones that are standing in the way, yeah. move aside. Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> and I've aside. interviewed many of them who are very much for, for women and stand by women's yeah. side. And it's wonderful because they they actually understand the empowerment and also the the stability in a woman. And we are in the era of woman. We are in the era of, of uh, Aquarian, of women, uh, where we will be the ones that will take the reign in the next few hundred years. Um, mm -hmm. And a, a lot of that is because we actually do have a lot of common sense about us. We have the ability to do a lot of things at the same time. But yeah. we generally always come from a place of compassion. Oh, yeah. Uh, women are relationship focused. Right. And, you know, men have been brought up to be warriors, you know, to providers and warriors. Uh, and they became warriors instead of warriors. And, <laughs> and you know, we, we can't give them a bad rap because that's the way they've been taught. So we need to change that programming in our children, yeah. in our sons, um, in what we will accept from a man. And we will change that tide to where we will see a good balance. But first and foremost, we have to find that balance within ourselves. Yes, we do. It's got to start from within with each and every one of us and you know for a lot of people it's well it's too scary to go in i don't know what's in there well you're giving yourself a bad rap there's something beautiful in there yeah yeah absolutely right? there is and you know let, it, let her out let her out <laughs> open those gifts yes. you know what when 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 kids are in um public school in grades one two three around grade three kids will get separated out for those that are gifted and they'll be tracked differently yeah. right they accept their gifts they just go on, oh, I'm gifted, and they accept their gifts. We all are gifted in yes. many ways. They just haven't. Accepts your gifts. Just we move. don't know the discovery of our gift, you know, just because it's not found in kindergarten doesn't mean it's not there. No, and there yeah. isn't just one. No. You've got hundreds and hundreds of gifts that you have yet to open. To discover. Yes. Oh, Holy and when you smokes, do. man. Yeah. Like, I interview an awful lot of people with autism, and it's blown mm. my mind. Um, and I realized that... Um, one of the common trends is they're generally very focused on something they love to do. Mm -hmm. And it's always very creative, extremely creative. And they're very selective of the people that are around them. And they don't like to be around the masses of negative vibration. And I think we're looking at that as a disability. I'm looking at that as an ability. Absolutely. That's a gift. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yeah. maybe we should pay attention and learn something from them. It's not about how many followers or how many numbers you have. It's about how many quality people yeah. that have your interest at heart, that you have their interests at heart that are in your circle. Absolutely true. Absolutely so, true. There's a lot yeah. of things that we've got to stop buying, isn't there? You know, we've got to stop buying this. You've got to be this to, to be successful. You've got to be that to be successful. Success on the outside. And I've interviewed them again. With the 3,000 shows I've interviewed them where I worked my butt off to reach the top. I was top of the game. And I thought, why am I unhappy? And I gave it all up and went and did something I really love to do. And now I feel far richer. Right. <laughs> right? right. <laughs> because they bought into that Kool-Aid illusion that more right. is more. When we realize that less is so much more, 
And we're talking about less in the outside things making you happy, but more the inside, the abundance of the inside, which is so bottomless. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It is. And then you tap into that joy. It doesn't matter what you're doing. When you know why you're doing it and you're compelled and, com- and committed to doing it because you love it, there's no stopping you. You are unstoppable. Yeah. You know, this gets back to when you're in your sweet spot, you're unstoppable. Yes. Just yeah. try stopping somebody when they're, and we all can, can, can recognize people. Like it's really obvious you, you are in your sweet spot. <laughs> Took me a while to get here. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, 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 and we can all recognize people in our lives personally yeah. or professionally that when you take a look, you go, Oh, you know what? They are in their sweet spot, mm-hmm. right? They are just so centered, yeah. so committed, so driven, so passionate, so joyful. It's like, do you want some of that? <laughs> you so, can have that too. And unapologetic because we've got nothing to apologize for. No. Right? I love what I do. When you're in service? Yes. What's there to apologize exactly. for? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, again, that's something, you know, with women especially, permission and apology. You know, let's throw those two things out. The only permission you need is from yourself, not from anyone else. Right. So stop. stop Oprah calls it the disease to please. Yes. Stop, oh. stop that disease oh. to please. Yes. It's, I wasted you. so many And if many it's not years. serving you, it's not serving the world because it's exactly. holding you back. Yes. So you are not serving anyone, yourself or the world, when you are in that disease to please. Exactly. And you please no one, I promise you, because everybody is disgruntled because you're not what they want them to you to be because it's not who you are, right? right. So you're, you're <laughs> lying to yourself. And the more you are in your sweet spot, the more your cup runneth over. And more people yeah, that benefit from you. So it, we, it is not selfishness. It's self-preservation. It's self-direction. It's self-love. And when right. we step into self-love, that love is something that we have to share. And yeah. we share it out in every possible way that we can. And more people that step into that, imagine what kind of world we'd be. Oh, just just imagine. That's yes. such a glorious vision. Oh, and no, yeah. it's not selfish in the slightest. In fact, it's the opposite. Yes. You know that airplane analogy when yes. the oxygen masks drop? Mm-hmm. You got to look after yourself first in order to serve others. If you're in your sweet spot, if you're feeling good and passionate and committed and wanting to serve and help and contribute, do you think the rest of the world benefits from that? Yeah, so it's not selfish at all. It's the opposite. Contrary, we look at the, the Oprah Winfrey's, we look at the Gabo Mate, we look at the Rick Shelties, we look at the Bob Proctor's, we look at all of these people, you know, the Wayne Dreyer is a big fan of. Yeah. And yes. We look at all of them and every single one of them has had to struggle to get where they are. Mm-hmm. They all had to step into their awareness. They all had to let go of old programming. They all had to, yes. to release themselves from pain, but they all looked at it as lessons learned yes to help them move forward and we look at springboard them for now. them right they're yeah. no different from any of us no. they've just got there more publicly than we have exactly right? they're more public how they're not the beginning no they public in the beginning no. it's when they hit you know such yeah. such heights yeah. that it became very public so yes to your listeners yes that's every one of us starts at that same place yes and, and oprah is one that actually did it very publicly on her shows yeah, her, her journey of spirituality and the meaning of life and everything. She went from being kind of that frivolous type of show into really the soul, oh, the absolutely. soul and the spirit and the heart. And uh, yeah. she took that journey. She took people on it and she did it publicly, yeah. but she yeah. paid her, she paid her dues enough to be able to take it in that direction. Right. So, absolutely. Just love so, what she does. 
there is no quick fix. There's no downloadable app. It is a process. It is a journey and you will be forever learning, which is exciting, right? It isn't like, right. oh, I've got my master's degree. I can move on now. No, it it is like there's always so much more to learn. And that's the reason why we get up today. What am I going to learn today? You know what? And and that's such a such a good point, because at the beginning I talked about uh, we are not static beings. Mm -hmm. So don't have static ideas about who <laughs> and what you are. Right. Growth is the name of the game for you, for every single one of us. You are not a static being. So don't have static ideas. Oh, that's just who I am. I'm this way. No, you're not. You're way more. Allow, allow that to happen. Unfold. And also, please don't expect everybody around you, family or very good friends, to kind of really recognize this new person of you because they're still going to see you from where they see you, sure. from where they are at. They may not recognize this new person and you don't get frustrated with them. They're not there yet. Maybe they never will be there. I have three different children and each one of them look at me differently. This person that is speaking to you today um, really cannot speak to my children in that way uh, because they have the expectation of what mother should be and don't see Sarah. They see mother, not Sarah. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. That's okay, because they're going to see me the way they need to see me. So if you've got people who will not see, but why don't you see I'm so happy? This That's fine. They see you happy. They know I'm happy. They know I love what I do. Uh, but don't expect them to understand. No. And don't judge them for not understanding. It's that they're just on a different journey to you, and they're not there yet. And that is why environment is so important. <clears throat> Seek out people who do understand, yes. who want to see your growth and support yes. your growth. You have no idea how, how how much environment has been impacting your success. You know, all your listeners. Mine too. Yeah. And you've heard the famous Jim Rohn quote, right? We are the average of the five people we spend time with. Exactly. It's so true. But it's, and sorry, that's such a great point to bring up. We can't expect others to change just because we are. Exactly. They may, but they may not. Exactly. And that's okay if they don't. Don't judge them. It just is. It just is. Nothing is positive or negative. It's our thinking that spins it one way or the other. So allow them to be the way they're going to be. Find people. It doesn't have to be masses, but find yeah. two, three, four, five people that are on the vibe that you're on, and that'll make all the difference in the world. Exactly. And, you know, to, to the family that, or even the friends that I, I have, mm -hmm. I work with them on their channel. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. I know they care for me. I know that I've got one who's never listened to a show I've done. She's done shows for me, but she's never listened to a show I've done. But she's one of my biggest advocates. Right. And it's like yeah. she doesn't quite get it because she's not there. That She's not on that journey or that plane, but she's very happy with what she does in her life. So that's fine. And that's right? fine. <clears throat> so you learn to shift your channels. And I'm going to communicate on that channel with you instead of demanding somebody come into your happy channel. Your happiness right. is going to come through that channel to them anyway, but right. speak their language, so to speak. Don't demand yes. that they now speak yours. And the next <clears> thing is <throat> another, another one of the universal laws, primary laws, is cause and effect. Whether yes. you want to or not, you will have an effect, a positive effect. The more you're working on yourself, more authentic, so that you're happier, more fulfilled, able to contribute, it will absolutely have an effect on everyone around you to various degrees over shorter, longer times. You don't know, but absolutely it has to, by law, have an effect. Yeah. So just work on yourself. And the ripple effect, right? Other people. Absolutely. Yes. Just yeah. watch what happens. Yes. And, uh, you know, that is, you know, take ownership. Mm. You know, the awareness again. 
<clears throat> be aware, excuse me, <clears throat> be aware of what you're saying, how you're saying it, and what tone you're saying. Because yeah. that is going to have an effect that may be bigger than, than what you intended to say. So Absolutely. if you are yeah. feeling frustrated, angst, or angry, maybe that's the time to go and take some time out and not speak in that moment because you could go and impose that anger on someone else that could have a really negative effect and you didn't intend it to, you were just frustrated. Absolutely. Right? Awareness, Absolutely. awareness. And does it, just because we're here in this wonderful sweet spot doesn't mean we don't have frustrating moments. It just means Absolutely. that they're short-lived because we know what to do about it. Right. But it's also, that is a time to just go and take a break, take a breath, take a breath, folks. Take a deep breath, go outside, release it, shake it off, right. get back centered with yourself, then come back in. Absolutely. Hi. Put, put that little note up on your computer. How's yeah. my vibe? You yeah. know what? If you if you have if you have five outreach calls you want to do every morning and you make the first one and it sucks, yes, <laughs> don't make the next calls. Do no. not. You're in a bad no. vibe. Don't make the next calls. But I got it. So it's a new habit. I'm trying to do my great. I want you to work on that habit of five new calls every every morning. But don't make one when you're in a bad vibe. No. So do anything. And that's you know that funk buster that I'm giving uh, as as a tool help you get out of that funk that bad vibe. Uh, as quickly as possible, then make the calls. Contrary to that, when you're making your calls and you make a sale, make five or 10 more. You're in an amazing right. right. Well, you are giving away um, two PDFs. And again, people come to selfdiscoverywisdom.com and put in your name, Sandy Rutherford. And both of those and your book uh, is here where people can go to Amazon to buy it, Navigating the High Seas of Success. We didn't even get to that. Um, we were going to talk about that for a few minutes after this. But the Funk Buster and the Sweet Pot exercise are PDFs and you can just download them. And, you know, just this is your first step into mm. making something to practice, getting into that right mindset. And then from there, you know, you can reach out to Sandy and look at um, how she can help you propel yourself forward. But before we talk about what you're offering, just tell us a little bit about the book, love. So, yeah, the book is called Navigating the High Seas to Success High Capital C, not SEA Ocean. And that is what the book looks like. Uh, and why I put pull this book together, I, I, I um, launched last October and it became a bestseller in both motivation and self-help i was mm. delighted that self-help was a big category so it became a bestseller on amazon and and i i, I the i um the whole reason for put, putting this book um together was to bring all of the key learnings because i spent you know I, I trained with bob proctor but great learnings from tony uh you know from tony and and joe dispenza and from and, and mary morrissey and oprah uh, yeah. all of them great learning so where do you go for who to whom for what learnings so I decided to pull all of the learnings together the key learnings together mm. in one place so you mm. don't have to go in all these different places right and there are eight key concepts they all happen to begin with the letter c mm. that's why it's the high c's and they there's a certain order success is definitely an exact science there's a certain order to things that uh when you follow that order you will speed up your ability, you will accelerate your ability to succeed in whatever you're trying to do, personally or professionally. Mm -hmm. So the book is laid out in a chapter, in, in eight chapters, where uh, I talk about connection, clarity of desire, uh, commitment, connectivity, uh, collaboration, celebration. So it's all laid out in a certain order for you. And each chapter, it's by the way, it's a, it's a light read too. Yeah. It's a fun read. And it, it each chapter offers 
quotes that are relevant to the concept in that chapter. Some of the quotes you'll definitely recognize, others you won't. And then each chapter finishes off with a quick assessment, not a scientific one, just a quick assessment to gauge where you are in terms of your awareness and application of that concept and a quick exercise to mm. start making use of that concept some more. So it's a neat book. I've had a lot of great, uh, great feedback. And yes, it's available on Amazon, all of the different international Amazons. I'm, I love these kind of books because sometimes you can just go to it. What do I need to know today? And you can just open up the book uh, yeah. and, it, and it's going to take you to a quote or take yes. you to a chapter and you're going to go, ah, oh, yeah, I've got this call or this meeting today. And this particular reference at the present moment is something I need to know. It's yeah. putting me on the right vibe, right? So, yeah, yeah, you know, whether you, you read it from front to back and you've got it there, but refer to it, you know, yes. when you feel like, a, eh, what do I need to know today? And I find that that, always is very apropos because it's always giving you something that you do need in that moment right absolutely it is <coughs> as long as you're open to that it's like hmm, yes what is it what there's something there for me what is it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. again don't dictate allow I don't like dictation at all. Um, yeah. I like allow and, and be aware and, uh, you know, about this, the the seeding and the watering and uh, know your why. Why do you want to do it? Is it fame and glory? Wrong reason. You know, mm -hmm. if it's that you really want to make a difference in the lives of others in some way, in whatever way, then get into that car and drive forward, right? Absolutely. But now in help in where they're going and how they're going to get there, what kind of programming do you offer? And where do you offer it? So on my, if you go to my website at, at inspireddestinies.com, uh, you can see your, our programs uh, at the top tab. And so we have programs that will help you focus on the key components of mindset in order to, to uh, achieve whatever you're trying to achieve. Because, you know, the bottom line is, and it depends on who you listen to, but I say at least 80%, if not more, is mindset. The rest mm. is the rest is marketing and social media and, and um, operations and, you know, mm -hmm. but where do we, and sales, where do we, when we're not succeeding, where do we tend, tend to focus our time and energy? Yeah. I need more marketing. I need to I'll take another sales course. Mindset. It's at least 80% of the game. So our programs are all focused on mindset. I have a program called the self-image of your dreams, which is a phenomenal 10 week uh, program that's focused on, creating a self-image that lines up to support your dreams mm. because our self-image, as we talked about earlier, it can only go as far as your self-image allows yes. and it needs to be strong enough aligned with and strong enough to support your dream goals. But Sandy, I think I have a really good self-image and I'm sure you do, especially you women, us women, we have multiple roles in our lives. So you've got a great self-image as a mom and, or, or you dads out there, right? As a parent, uh, as a community leader, maybe in your children's school, uh, previous jobs, coaching, uh, you know, coaching sports or whatever, you've got a really strong self-image in, in lots of different areas. But dream goals, where, where dream goals are concerned, that's where the self-image 99% of the time, even for highly successful people, they, that's set, they set really big new goals. They have to get that self-image lined up as well. Yes. So the self-image of your dreams is of high-powered, high-vibe, forward-looking, we're not digging up the past, beautiful 10-week uh, program that has some one-on-one -on -one coaching in there as well. Uh, and that's, that's on the website. There's another program called the Fast Path to Success which is how success works. It's, it's, it's an online program. There's five different modules. There's a workbook there. Uh, and it's, it's how it's the order in which success, uh, the, the components of success unfold. So it's laid out there for you. It's a fabulous 
um, high vibe program as well. Everything I'm doing is high vibe, obviously. <laughs> um, I have a longer, the bigger ticket item is called the Unstoppable Success System. And that is a combination of the Thinking into Results program from Bob Proctor, which I'm certified to deliver from the Proctor Gallagher Institute. And uh, Bob Proctor's Thinking into Results Success System is, is, most of us would tell you, it's the best in the world. It's it's all all the components of success in order uh, in terms of your mindset. So that program, as well as a self-image, as well as a goal achievers forum, another component is is the uh, is the unstoppable success system, and that involves a lot more one-on-one coaching with me. Mm. You know, I'm a very spiritual person, so very much in tuned with the soul, heart, and spirit. <clears throat> but if my mind gets in the way, it stops the soul from giving right. me the wisdom. Right. So everything starts with the mind. The mind needs to give permission or the allowance so it can get out of the way so that yes. you can start being in tuned and listen to the guidance, listen to the wisdom that is going to lead you on that road to success. Yes. <clears throat> when I allow my mind to think too much, instead of me feeling my thoughts, thinking my thoughts, I am, will step into doubt. Right? right. But when I feel my thoughts, I step into clarity. Right. Absolutely so, true. but it, it's all about the mind there. And it really, quite honestly, our mind, however old we are, has been operating on a certain level for, for so long. Right. It, it would take, you know, it takes a lot of repetition to kind of shift the mind out of one way of thinking to for it naturally to step into another. And so you need to, again, give it that gift of time, of persistence, of commitment and of the desire to want you to be in control of your mind, your mind not to be in control of you. Yes, absolutely. And it's, it's yeah, and you can speed up mm -hmm. the amount of time because you're absolutely right. Repetition is the mother of all learning. You need, yeah. it's no quick fix on this. No. But you can speed up the time, for example, to, to, to create new self-image programming that supports your goal. You can speed that up. How? Clarity of desire. All mm. success begins with desire. If you are crystal clear, and you're really passionate. You do that sweet spot. I'm loving what I'm doing. I know I'm good at it. I really want to get better. I know it's helping people. It's a lot quicker to get your programming shifted over into alignment with that. So again, that's why there's certain things you do in a certain in, in a certain order. But it does take time. But when you have the proper things to work on and understand yes. how to work on them, you can accelerate how much time that yeah. takes. Yeah. I mean, like, obviously, when I started this, I didn't know what I was doing. Um, I didn't know if I'd be good at it. I didn't even know if I would enjoy it. I just, as I said, right at the top of the other, um, I'm willing to explore. And so, you know, as I said, the first few shows, you know, really the first 13 months was, it, it got me hooked in the sense of the people that I'm interviewing and what they had to share and what I learned from them being the best therapy I've had in 11 years <laughs> of all of these shows. That's it's cool. also been the biggest inspiration. And when you watch the news of how, loathsome we can be as a human race and then I do these interviews of how awesome we can be as a human race I'm this is the reason for me to get up every day and not call it quits <laughs> is because I know there are so many more good people than there are yes. people that are in the negative vibe and I want those good people to be heard seen felt lovely, and out lovely. there helping people but I didn't know I wanted this when I started it so don't think that you're going to have the desire straight away you've got a desire to find something that means something to you Absolutely. so you've got to be willing to explore various avenues even way outside of your comfort or your box and yep. then you'll find what gets into you and go oh, I'm hooked I love this this has become a desire and then how do you take that desire into something else? Yeah. 
dream goals are outside the comfort zone. <laughs> they line, are. Yes. You got to go there. Yes. You got to get you, comfortable. You, you, you don't know what you're good at until you try it. Right. And even, as oh. I said, my first show was a Monty Python skit. I'm dating myself here. Um, <laughs> I pressed all the wrong buttons and, uh, you know, nobody could hear me. And then <laughs> and then again, I would have shows where people would get dropped and I'm leaving the guests there while I'm trying to get back in or vice versa or people <laughs> not turning up. But it was a great training ground because it showed oh. me resilience and ability. And the other thing I do, and people say, oh, do you edit? And I go, only if it's a real big faux pas. Otherwise, we own it. Mistakes are going to happen. Faux pas are going to happen, especially if you've got anything called the internet involved. Right? Yeah. Well, I am working it. from home with dogs yes. and, and yes. kids. And yes. Oh, I've had I've had a lot of fun with that because I do a lot of lives as well, and something will happen. I go, oh, so, hold on. Yeah, yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. You know, oh well. You know what? Yeah. Right. Own it. Own it. Own it. Yeah. Own it. It's like if you are looking for, oh, it's got to be perfect. I guarantee you'll never succeed because there you're so no tied up in your idea of what perfection is right. that you're right. so wound up tight, you're not allowing anything to flow. Right. Are you also going to make everybody else around you uncomfortable? Yeah, because that's not a good vibe. No. That's a tense vibe. Oh, yeah. God. Who wants to be around that? Yeah. You want to be around people on your same wavelength that want to flow <laughs> along with you, right? <laughs> exactly. So don't watch the news. Watch Sarah and all of her <laughs> great shows here. <laughs> well, yeah. Be, get the inspiration from here, like from people like Sandy who are there. The, the, the thing is what I love about what I do. You've been there. You've done it. Now you're sharing it. This isn't something that you went and got in a manual and a book and now you're out there teaching. You've lived it. Yes. You, you've lived it, you've learned it, and now you've collaborated it into something that now that shares it. And that is, you know, that what inspired you, invited you to now share it out with others, which is the best kind of wisdom you can get, folks. <laughs> Those that have gone down that path before you, really. So the site, again, is inspireddestinies.com. You can also reach Sandy at, uh, at sandyinspireddestinies.com. She's on Facebook. Uh, yeah. Sandy um, at inspireddestinies.com. Yes, yes, right. And uh, Facebook, Inspired Destinies. And on LinkedIn, it's Sandy Rutherford, R-U-T-H-E-R-F-R-R. RD. And uh, so please do reach out, get the book as well. Um, I'm always saying that a, a book is the greatest gift you can give to people, even if they don't pick it up straight away. You know, like, oh, yeah, that's very nice. But it's sitting there. And then one day that book is in their face. Yeah. I guess it's time to pick up this book. And that means they're ready to read it. I'm a yeah. big one of having book clubs and discussing what the book means to you. But I'm also a big one on podcast clubs. Listen to the same podcast, have a discussion afterwards, share what you each got from it. And that expands that wonderful knowledge and wisdom that uh, each person has got. Uh, let's share the wisdom, folks. So share the show, share out Sandy's information, reach out to Sandy if you're on that path of your own self-discovery. We all need help. We're not meant to do it on our own. It's so much harder to do it just on our own. There are people who have taken the journey before you. They know what they're doing and they're here out of the same commitment and passion to see you succeed. And our, our motto is together we thrive because we do. We do. And it's way more fun doing it together. <laughs> it is. It's it's yeah. it's not only that somebody's got your back or, or is propelling you forward or even grabbing you and pulling you forward. It's also about the celebration when you get there. 
or even the little celebrations along the way. All along the way. All along the way. Always celebrate. It's one of my chapters. Celebrate. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And and, and there's two C's I don't like is competition and comparison. I do not like them in the very... Competition leave to games, leave to contests, not competition in life with someone else. Do not compare yourself to someone else. No, I love the quote, amateurs compete. Yes. Professionals create. Yeah, I like that. Focus on creating. Don't worry about competition. Focus no. on creating more and more of who and what you are. Yes. Competition will look after who itself. and what you are and what your gift is to share. Right. Well, somebody else's gift, they're doing that. They're taking what you'll get. Even if it is something in the same line, but you're doing it differently, you're going to reach people out in your frequency, in your vibration. There's plenty to go around. Sure. Right. Yep. There are billions of people in this planet that are all needing help. absolutely because we all do we do we're not we're not meant to do it alone we are meant to do it together that is that's what community is all about yes right thank you sandy this has been absolutely wonderful sarah thank you so much it's been a real privilege oh privilege right over here love having all this wonderful energy here and not just the wisdom that you've shared or the book or anything else, but just the open door that you've got for people who are ready to take that next level. And, uh, you know, again, when the person's walked the path and you've gathered all the information from your own experience, I don't care how many degrees somebody has or masters or the BBs, the DDs or any of these behind their name, (laughs) there is nothing better than somebody's life experience being put into something that is now going to be shared with you. Absolutely true. Yep. Right? Yep. So on that note, folks, I wish you all well. And until <laughs> next time, bye for now. Welcome to selfdiscoverywisdom.com, formerly known as Self Discovery Media. On these podcasts, you're going to hear people who speak from the heart. They've taken the journey in life. Many things have happened to them but they've changed it to happening for them. And in their strength, their courage, they've discovered their abilities and their wisdom, and they are now sharing it here with you. Do enjoy each show. We bring it to you with love and knowing that it's going to help you on your journey of life.